This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiducian and Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way way they were. Hi Chantel. Hi Grania, how are you? I'm good, I did a very cleansing thing today. Talk to me. Well, so my safe place, you know me, if ever I'm spooked, if ever I go missing, find me in the nearest museum. Nearest museum, yes, you do like a museum that's near. Oh, it's your favourite kind of museum. Art doesn't matter, history, as long as it's near, Grind is there. <laughs> what kind of museums do you like? Well, close so today ones? I went to a very specific one, and the reason why I had to clear the energy around this oh. museum because okay. it's a museum of the home in Hoxton. Have you <gasps> been? Love it. It's one of my favourites. Yes, it used to be called after the bad man. Jeffrey we're not allowed to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Um, yes, I love that museum. And yes, I, I went to it about 10 years ago. And I recommend it to everyone. I mean, I love the gardens behind oh. it as well. I used to I go there in the summertime to just read in the front gardens. Love the Museum of the Home. Underrated Museum of London, I have to say. Well, so the reason why I had to go and cleanse the bad, bad, bad energy is the first time oh. I was there since it reopened was when I was treating myself to a little artist date. 
thought I'll go for a little wander and Perfect. then it was about quarter to 12 and I get a little phone missed call oh unknown number I'll give them a ring back and the person who rang me said oh hi Grogia we're just ringing to check because we want to know why you hadn't turned up at work today no Oh no! And you were just walking around, swanning around London, like la la la. I'm one of those people that has weekdays off, but I do have a job, but no one knows that I look rich. And then you're about to go into a museum, a free museum, I should say, and then work phoned you to find out why was there a reason why oh, I just hadn't hadn't arrived. Yeah. What did you say? Did you just go mental? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And then racing. I was like, or... I was like, I, I thought I was off. I didn't know. I didn't know. It was like genuinely. I was like, is this a dream? Am I am a oh, nightmare? That's the worst. <laughs> oh, I can't believe this happened. I'm so sorry, babes. I'm just so sorry. Yeah, I know it happened in the past, but I'm just so sorry for past Grania. I can picture her about to have an amazing time and just being ruined. I'm so sorry. So I just my little angel. I should have given a trigger warning to people listening to this episode, but <laughs> you really should have. <laughs> what happened? Go on. So when you went this time, are you trying to cleanse the bad memory? Yeah, because I didn't want every time I thought of that museum to have that like panicked feeling of my worst nightmares come true. Can I ask you a question? On the way to see it on this visit, how many times did you check your calendar oh, to make sure you didn't oh have work? <laughs> like literally only because I have, uh, was at that time uh, officially unemployed. That was the only safe time to go there. Was That's like, the best time. I mean, talk about making employment work for you. Oh <laughs> no one's calling you. That's for sure. <laughs> so this time, a better it was, experience? It was, yeah. It was, yeah, it was emotional. I might have shed a tear, but now I've made my peace with the museum and now of you the think home. Of it, you think of it, you think of a lovely place to be. So you recommend it as well to our listeners. Absolutely. Please go, listeners. You'll love it. But do check your calendars. Make sure that you're available. Learn from Grania. We, we don't want to be responsible for um, any unemployment checks. Or put your phone on airplane. Oh, even better. <laughs> Screw them. Fuck it. Spe- <laughs> Who cares? Speaking of self-care... Hey, there we go. This episode counts as such because it our does. guest, Garod Farley. Oh my God, what can I say? Like, he is one of my favourite people in the whole world. Like, I'm literally obsessed with him. Whenever he posts anything on Instagram, I'm like, favourite? Well done, Garod. I, I'm like his annoying auntie at Christmas. He's an absolute doll. Oh, I loved him. Get ready for the best thing to come out of Ireland since Tato Crisps. Garode Farley. The, the way, way they, they were. Hi, Garode. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. Oh my God, it, my pleasure. It is so nice to be here. I just want to say, I've only discovered your podcast since you've asked me to be on it. And oh my God, it is the most important podcast currently being produced. It <laughs> is, right? <laughs> it really is. I've been obsessed. I've been listening all day. I'm, I'm very much invested. Oh, so you know what to expect as well. You know what questions are coming at you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I hope so. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited to be here. Oh, God, so am I. We have a fan. I love it. <laughs> Gerald, honest one, I, th- I genuinely, I don't know if you remember, you're one of the first people I DM'd about being on this podcast. Oh, oh no you, way. Yeah, and I you just know, over Twitter, <laughs> over Twitter, I messaged you about it. And I think you were saying you were in, it was like, you were like, oh, I'm on tour, or I think you were doing a gig in Cork. Anyway. You're like, oh, no another comedian's podcast, Young ne- Will. <laughs> <laughs> I normally never push back. I must have been feeling super confident that day. 
I'm just too busy crying. Sorry. I just have a lot on. Things are things are going well. Things are going well. You know. <laughs> I have this gig in Cork, and I have it's just just yeah. a gig in Cork, but it's a whole gig. It's so a, exactly, but it's Cork, okay? Okay, it's Cork. <laughs> it's been the Rebel County. Heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> and if anything, it just made me want you more. I was like that tricky, tricky little little sneak. They said we caught yeah. you. We got you in the end. You did. <laughs> what a get. What a get. <laughs> so now, Gary, would we ask this of all our guests? Because we're obviously a very romantic podcast. Mm-hmm, we believe yes. in a thing called love. Are, would you consider yourself a romantic? I love the idea of romance. And I expect romance. But I'm incredibly unromantic. <laughs> I okay. really am. Like, you see, I think it's because I I live with a scientist, right? Who is, you know, wonderful man, love of my life. But what he requires of me is functional. Ooh. Like everything is functional. So presents okay. are functional. Practical. Um, you know, if you're looking for an Allen key, he has the one. He's, you the, he's your man. Yeah. He's the guy. So, yeah. So, as regards romance, we always have to try. Like, I always have to try and be romantic. But I'm never romantic at the times when I'm supposed to be, like, Valentine's Day. Well, sometimes you know, a I'm- practical gift is romantic, you know? That's a, that's a romantic <laughs> thing. It still involves thought. Someone puts together a table for you. That's romantic. It's better than you doing it yourself. Exactly. I'm into it. Th- that's, where, that's where we live. We live you know what else in... is practical, but also romantic? Buying dinner every single night. That's practical, yet romantic. Yeah. See, these things work. Depends on Pay how you buy rent. the dinner. Practical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I love the idea of romance, but um, who has the time? I'm just, you know, a working mother. <laughs> <laughs> in this economy, am I right? So, Gerald, you have a, an epic couple. It's a, it's a deep slice and Ooh. it's a fascinating couple. Okay, I think okay. these are all codes for Chantal's not going to know who they are. <laughs> I think that's probably fair to say. Oh no. It is fair to say. Oh yeah. no, is it is it something that um that you two know being from the Emerald Isle? Don't be so racist. Um, <laughs> that's not xenophobic. Not <laughs> Michael Flappy. <laughs> Let me see. No, it's it's very much uh, the British Isles as well, but also I think Australia. Oh, she's I'm she's giving me hints already. Grinder's pissed. Look at Grinder's face. She is unhappy. Yikes. <laughs> I don't Between this I, I and not answering her back I, in 2021, I'm surprised we're still yeah, on the podcast. I know. I'm Two strikes so far, Garod. Watch There'll be out. a strongly worded letter sent to me. <laughs> Sorry, we couldn't actually um, air the episode. Your sound wasn't great. Good luck yeah. in Cork next time you're there. <laughs> <laughs> So. I, I can only apologise for not respecting the uh, the ceremony of the occasion. Grind is angry. All right, come on, Grind. Okay, I so I can on. tell you, I can tell you that our couple got together in the golden year. And again, a lot of this is folk myth at this stage, but I've decided to yes. call it 1990. Okay, so we don't really, around... I think okay, that's I an educated guess. I'm going to say 1990. Do, how do you feel about that, Garoud? Are you happy? Uh, yeah, you 1990, yeah. I, I, can, I, can, I can live at 1990. We concur. Yeah. Okay. Okay, 1990. So I'm going to set the scene again. Okay. We don't know that these impacted the couple getting together, but we don't know that these events didn't. 1990, Germany reunited. Germany's back together, baby. That's right. Nelson Mandela released from prison. Oh, great year. And the first... Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. There's a 
Yeah, like, and yet we have found time to make this what we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. The first web page is written. Oh, so much is happening. But who cares about any of that? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yada, yada, yada. Because <laughs> also, in that year, we discovered sometimes there's double trouble when neighbours become more than just good friends. Oh, okay, so my God. Grania. <laughs> okay. Okay, so neighbors, that's the Australian reference. We had that. Okay. Yeah. And already you did bring up Kylie and Jason as well. So I can, there's a vibe here, everything that you're into. So it's a neighbors reference. The double trouble, I got nothing. Twins? Is there a twin involved? Is it a twin? <gasps> yeah, it, okay, we can twin. confirm there's a twin. One of them's a twin. Fuck, what the hell are some twins? In okay, he, I'm going to give you one. Mary Kate and Ashley, they I think we're actually 10. Oh, uh... I'm going to give you one more clue and oh, then we okay. might go to Garode for a clue. This love story will definitely make you feel good. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> these are incredible. What? What's the, stop saying they're incredible. It makes me feel more dumb for not getting it. Uh, neighbors, twins... Oh God, no! Okay, um, okay, okay. Riddle me this: Is the twin female or male? Female. So the twins a girl, female twins, female twins. Oh fuck me hard! This is annoying. I don't know who this is. Okay, Garou, do you want to tell her? Oh God, I hope I, I do will. actually know who it is. It's Stefan Dennis and Gail Blakeney. Never heard of them. Can't wait. Let's get in. <laughs> the podcast is over. Okay. What I will Third say strike, is... You're done. Can we stop? <laughs> this is how obscure, and I don't mean this in a... I mean this in a real... like. I feel like we're doing good journalistic work here. But when yes. I was researching this, I went on Gail Blakeney's Wikipedia page. And sometimes I click on references to sort of find different articles. And... Garoud, an interview with you was one of the references <gasps> on Gail Blakeney's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Are they okay? Are they actually celebrities, or are they just people that were on a TV show once? Because there's, there is they, a difference. They, I think it's very important to this podcast that they be actual celebrities. They're very much celebrities. Uh, we're sure about this. They were papped. People yes. cared. Okay, people oh, cared. People cared. I, I just it's Garoud's face. I. Did a bit of a deep dive today, but I did a hard copy deep dive because I, as a child, collected articles. <gasps> Yikes. Okay, so, so which one of them were you obsessed with as a kid then? Well, this went with... <gasps> oh my God, oh, he's got a plastic dear. binder. I have a plastic oh folder. My God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I, this is concerning. Gail had a twin sister called Gillian. Right, okay. And they were identical twins and they were in Neighbours. Okay. And... I was obsessed with them for the Did they play, of my teenage years. They played the same character or they played no. twins? <laughs> that would be so handy. Well, that's what they, like Mary Kate and Ash, like little not, kids play the not same character. Toddlers. Okay, yeah, they're te- they're like they're like adults, yeah. Yeah. Um okay. with a work ethic. So they were they were able to do like the <laughs> they were able to have a part each. Yeah. So yeah, they played sisters in neighbours and one of them was married to Paul Robinson. The longest running actor in Neighbours. So he was in wow. he was in episode one 
all the way. Well, I think he left for a couple of years in the middle, but all the way through to the very final episode. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. So I take it you were between Neighbours and Home and Away. I think I know which one you were, Neighbours. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And Gail and Gillian, they came into it and the, they came into it in a story where they were playing the one person because they were in the witness protection programme. This is getting deep. Uh, it was, yeah. And then who who was the guy that that they that were talking about? Paul the guy Robinson. that played Paul, it is Paul Robinson. Robinson. Okay, and yes. so he got so, with one of the twins. Yes, and that's what we're discussing. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I mean I'm just I'm 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 ready. I can't wait to learn. <laughs> <laughs> so and they be- were they were together on the show, and then they were together in real life. I mean, I and love then that they synergy. broke up on the show. And, and both interesting. Okay. And so researching couples for the podcast, basically, if they're like, if you're talking about Elizabeth Taylor, or if you've been talking about Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn, so many resources that's all there. Or if it's a celebrity couple post 2005, oh my God, everything. You can check their Wikipedia, their Facebook. Mm -hmm. But there's this sort of... It's the middle ground. Oh, researching a couple who were in the 80s, 90s or early noughts. (laughs) It, you rely on folk memory. It's like you're really like, I know this happened, but there seems to be no trace of it on the internet. So, I'll, and I'm sure you'll know more, but so I, what I did was, so I tried to research this couple and this is the only footprint their relationship has. <laughs> Off screen, Blakeney and Dennis also began a two-year relationship, moved in together and later break up. Blakeney told Donna Hay from What's On TV... We're both actors, so we didn't have any problems separating the script from real life. Fascinating. That's <laughs> wow. <it. laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> well, Do you I, remember see, I... them as a couple, though, Grania? Like, are you aware, were you aware of them as a couple? Well, I tell you what, okay, so before we get there, there's a bit that we've, we've kind of been a real dereliction of duty. You know what we have, you're right, you're right. We haven't discussed their star signs. It's true. Yes. So, Steph and Dennis... Born 30th, 30th of October, Scorpio King. Uh-oh. Gail Blakeney. Blakeney. 24th of July. Oh, my God. We, you're it one says, of them. It says here's 9th of July. I Wikipedia believe... Wikipedia says 9th of oh, July. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, maybe, I believe I, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so I, I believe Garone better. I'd rather... <laughs> yeah, yeah, can yeah, we yeah. have him be right? I'd rather him be correct. I, Either I like way, it. it's more fun. Cancer. Okay. So, what is the compatibility? What chance did they have? I would say that's a good 70%. I'm going to go low to make it a bit more, let's make it a bit more spicy. And I'm going to say 24%. 24%. Okay, well, I can tell you that the sign of Scorpio, that's Stefan, is associated with death and Hi. all kinds of bad things. Mm-hmm. But all of their maliciousness comes from their emotional and sexual repression. Oh. Cancer, Gail can usually understand the need of their Scorpio, Stefan, partner to express their deepest, darkest emotions in their sex life. If Cancer, Gail, doesn't get scared or too forced to do something they're not ready for, a sexual relationship between Cancer and Scorpio can be deeply satisfying for both partners. (gasps) 90%. 90%, there we go. It's meant to be these two. I oh, Gail and Pete. Is it Pete? Stefan. Stefan. Is there not a Pete Robinson somewhere? Paul Robinson. That was the character. Oh, yeah. Paul Robinson. Okay, okay. Yeah. I prefer so, Paul to Stefan, I'll be honest. I might, I might go with that. 
Yeah, go with Paul. It's easier. Um, because I, I my favorite thing about these this couple is that they were the first real couple, real celebrity couple that I kind of became aware of because the only, the first kind of celebrity couple that I knew of was Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan. But mm-hmm. if you look at back at that in uh-huh. retrospect, that was the weirdest introduction to relationships because they never admitted they were going out with each other. Yeah. Like we never saw any affection from them other than when they did especially for you. They never talked about each other. They always just batted questions away. Mm. So it was like, I mean, it was, you know, it, I mean, it was great preparation for being gay in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> they could only express their emotions in song. That was it. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas, well, like, with Gail Blakeney and Stefan Dennis, they were on the same show. But it was like, yeah, I, I, I stay with Gail. You know, we, you know, we're a couple. Yeah, we might get married, we might not. It was, all the interviews were so easy. And, they, and I used to get all of my information from my mother's woman's own. Yeah, because, I mean, where, where else? That was, that was our Britannica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The internet was only three years old at this point. So I was very invested in Gail's relationship because everything that happened kind of was played out on the cover of Woman's Own. It's like, Gail, <laughs> Gail and Stefan might marry was... You know, a perfect headline. Might marry. <laughs> yeah. You can say it's... that about anyone. Me and Grania might marry. Who knows? Might you can marry. say that. It's just a great headline. It's all to play for. And <laughs> always use that headline. Stefan, or <laughs> Stefan, Garode, could, you ex- <laughs> could you explain to our listeners how big Neighbours was in Ireland in the 90s? Neighbours was the biggest thing. It was like Live Aid. <laughs> If Live Aid ran for three years and was on twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> was it seriously this big? It was so it big. It was insane. And there were no sort of Irish, obviously you're not going to watch any English ones for obvious reasons, but there were no like Irish soap sort of thing. Us. It was not, just... Not in the 90s. Like we had Fair City. Well, Glenroe, of course. But Glenroe, okay. Glenroe. So Glenroe, sorry, this is so surreal. This is a real deep time. That was weekly... And the main, like, the sex figure in that was Miley, who was a farmer, who the biggest scandal was he briefly had an affair with... So he's married to Biddy, and then he had an affair with Fidelma. And that was genuinely... Oh, I feel like it happened to, like, my cousin. Like, it was so... Yeah. (laughs) And it was just, he had an affair. We were scandalised. It It was absolutely... It was scandalous. Yeah. But Neighbours was, like, the you know, the handsome Australian cousin. And we and people would, in Ireland would start to use words like <gasps> that we would up. only hear. Like ute. Like that's what they used to call a truck in Australia. Like because they're presumably really? utility vehicle. Really? I've never done any of this. Yeah. And, and like people like, uh, like when I would hear When you say people, like, do you mainly mean like school kids trying to be cool? I mean, no, I mean neighbours. Like, like neighbours. <laughs> you oh hear them say, put that, put that in the ute. And you're like, what? And you're like, what are you <laughs> doing? And at, at the time, we didn't have BBC One around the Kylie and Jason in Neighbours. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so I used to have to be friends with people that I wasn't really into. Just for the I TV? Knew, yeah, there was access to BBC One at 5.30. Bro, you were... A, I, I, I appreciate the effort. So you, you hustled to watch the show. Work went in, Chantal. Work went in. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. 
Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. So because information online is sadly scant about Stefan. Okay. Well, yeah, we have Garode. He is the Wikipedia, I feel like. <laughs> I think we need I'm, the online. I'm going to spend the rest of the evening updating <laughs> the internet. <laughs> I'm going to bring the internet up to speed. I <laughs> citation. You're already, like, Gail's main Wikipedia entry. That's so <laughs> Yeah, no problem. I just put my number up there. <laughs> Ask me anything. It's Any fine. Questions, Whatever. give me I, I a call. <laughs> yeah. That's my favourite idea of a Wikipedia page is someone's phone number. He'll know, trust yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. That's a very Irish thing. Yeah. It's just oh. ask Elaine. Elaine will know. She knows everything. <laughs> there was this is sorry, sorry. This there was a, a, a near my cousin's house. There was a girl who worked in the petrol station who was known locally for loving Eddie Furlong. Wait, who's Eddie Furlong? From Terminator Two. I do you mean Edward? I've never heard anyone call him Eddie, but I guess well, she did because she we loved him. So messing, we called him Eddie Furlong. And you go into her and you'd buy the newspaper, or whatever, and be like, "How's Eddie?" And she'd say, "Yeah, he's filming," and he'd she'd be able to tell you that was her. <laughs> I love this. This is so. Good. I love I love the phrase "known locally." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something something that should be in a guidebook. It's like there's oh, a wishing well on this corner, but if you want to know what Edward Furlong's up to, <laughs> then in brackets Terminator Two, just, just call into her. <laughs> so okay, we'll, we'll have a look at Stefan and Gail's backstory before they met. Okay. Okay, so Stefan, he started music and acting at a young age. At seven, he was doing like amateur dramatics. He was also in a vocal duo double act with his brother and they used to do weddings, charity events and large concerts. And he apparently is a very talented pipe organist. (laughs) I'm sorry. sorry. I did not know that. Considering I did not know who this couple is, this is my favorite episode in so long. So far, I'm just loving every a second. Very of talented this. pipe organist. Pipe organist. So, I grant you really pause before saying that you'll never guess, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for it. Maybe if we did said the pipe organist thing earlier, it would have been right. Know. Gird your loins, ladies. He was a pipe organist. <laughs> yes, get ready. It's not that neighbors. Such neighbors never were able to work that into a storyline. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. I know. It's, it really is a shame. He could have done a little fugue. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gail and Gillian, and it's Gillian, not Gillian. Gail and Gillian. Gail and Gillian. Uh, so they Absolutely. start in various TV commercials. They once auditioned for a lead role in a children's pilot starring Spike Milligan. Okay, first uh, name I recognise so far. But unfortunately, the pilot was not commissioned into a series. Then, then I love this. this is so like late eighties, early nineties. They appeared in a video for the Australian group The Monitors in <laughs> makeup in the style of the rock band Kiss, and then they appeared in other videos for them where they dressed up as schoolgirls and as beach babes. This is great. <laughs> 
they were, and I think they were only like ten or eleven when they did that, or twelve maybe. Yeah, they were, they were like they were they were really kid like kids when they when they were in the those. Videos. They were both so they were proper like these twins, the Gillian and Gail were like child stars, basically not child stars, but yeah, so showbiz kids, showbiz kids. Yeah, and they and the they used Mary to Kate sing. and Ashley of Australia. They exactly. were exactly. <laughs> they handed over the baton to Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> there would be no Mary Kate and Ashley without Gail and Gillian. They, they were the so four Mary mothers. Kate. Good <laughs> yeah. run. It's true. Yeah. So that's exactly it. They walk. And so from the interviews that, and there's not a lot, but they seem to follow the twin rule, which I love is everybody knows if you have a pair of identical twins, they mm. have to have two very different personalities. Yep, of course. So who was the bitch? Yes. Who was the quiet one? <laughs> so apparently Gillian did the man about the house DIY stuff, whereas Gail did the cooking and housework. <laughs> That was very much reflected in their neighbours' characters because um, Gail played Christina, who was Paul Robinson's wife, and she was very homely. She looked after their son, Andrew, and she did flirt with a, a modelling career. Okay. Um, while she was in Neighbours. Uh, the, the the character did. And there was a like a scandalous episode where well, she got a well, job as a model and ended up dressed as a peanut in a shopping centre. <laughs> and you watched this twice a day. The entire twice country was watching this. Twice a day for three years. Twice a day. That's what Ireland was doing, Listen, guys. Chantal, we had the troubles. Come on. <laughs> I know. Yeah, need, we were, you guys needed road. a break. You guys needed a break. We were on the front line. <laughs> yeah. We all had PTSD. Come on. So, they joined the cast of Neighbours in 1990. And this, I love just like the chutzpah. This is real old school. They got the part because they wrote to the TV producers saying they wanted to make an appearance. What? See? How, how old are they at this point, by the way? I'm, I've lost track of their ages. What, so, they were about 22, I think, when they got the parts of yeah. Neighbours. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So these are, these are grown but they, women But now. they were working on a like Blue Peter type show. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. Okay. So they joined and they were playing the, the part of Caroline Alessi and Christina Alessi. Okay. Now, since we couldn't, for, I couldn't find not as much as you would like. They weren't exactly Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman when it okay. comes to the digital footprint their relationship left behind. So I thought for the purposes of this pod, we could do a brief tour through instead their alter egos of Paul Robinson and... Christina Agalesi. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for this. Okay. So, and then this kind of goes against what you said about their personality types, because according to Wikipedia, with Caroline Christina, Christina was. That's uh, Gail, right? Yes. Um, no, Caroline is Gail. Caroline oh. is Gail. Oh, okay. No, Caroline's Gillian. I'm sure Caroline's Gillian. I'm sure it's what, again. I go with Garon. <laughs> I believe Garon okay, more than I believe I'm Wikipedia. I'm literally going to Google this because I'm going to lose my mind. I don't trust mind. Google. I only trust Garon. It's his <laughs> phone number. I can't call Google. <laughs> Caroline played Gillian, and Christina played Gail. You mean Gail played Christina and Gillian played <laughs> yeah. Caroline? Because yeah. now you're getting yeah. everything yeah. confused. Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. The worst. Oh God! Listen, um, let's just—I'm gonna just talk. <laughs> I think I'm genuinely losing my twin mind here. Um, okay, this is what we know. I'm so sorry about this. I feel like I broke the podcast. <laughs> you have. I've 
the end to it. <laughs> this is your revenge. We, First of all, we you may ghost never us. record again. <laughs> Car- okay. Christina and Caroline witness a murder. They're placed under witness protection, which sees oh, them God. move into Ramsey Are they giving Street. new names? I can't handle it. They're giving new names under oh. witness protection. <laughs> They are advised to act as one person by the police and they choose the alias Linda Giles. Okay. Caroline. <laughs> Gail. If you say so. Begins working for Paul at the Robinson Corporation. Okay. So for, for context, Robinson or Paul Robinson is very much like... Um, okay. He's very J- much J.R. Like, yeah, he's very J.R. J.R. Okay. Ramsey Street. And she's really good at her job, but Christina, her twin sister, mm-hmm. is very flighty. She's bad at her job. Okay, I get it. They're both it's playing very the same business. person. Okay. Paul discovers their secret when Caroline walks in on him and Christina. He's like, hang on, you are two people. Then the Got police you. catch the murderer after he appears in Ramsey Street after tracking the twins down. Mm-hmm. And they're able to go back to being two people. Okay. They fine. then invite Paul to move in and then he agrees. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> We're just gonna let that happen. <laughs> Have the boss move in with his cool. How old is Paul at this point, by the way? Paul slash Stefan? I'd say late twenties, maybe. Yeah. Okay, all right, so reasonable age. Okay, okay. Both Christina and Caroline fall for Paul and make a pact that neither one should have him. That oh that's fine, that'll work then. And then and then that ends and they find other people. <laughs> So that's, that, those packs always work, especially when you live with him. <laughs> so fucking weird. It's just the tension that we need for two shows, for two shows a day, five days a week. <laughs> God. And we're all at our peak sexuality in our 20s and look great and it's hot weather all the time. This is going to be, yeah, this will be fine. We just, won't, we just won't shag him. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so who broke first? Well, so wait, just first of all, just from my eye. So I was, I loved Neighbours and I... I hated Paul. I used to find him really scary because he was quite like, in my head, he was like real sweaty and mean. And I was like, oh, I hate Paul. He's so mean. I hate him. And him, there was another character, Daphne, and she kind of loved Paul, but then she got together with... Des. Des. She got together with Des. And then Daphne died? (laughs) Daphne died. (laughs) Daphne died. I will never forget it. She Like Des Clark, he sat at her bed for two weeks. As the machine beeped. And then on the last day, it was just like, I love you, Clarky. And he was like, she's waking up. And then it just went, beep. Like it was that the is ominous a memory. Sound, That's a the memory ominous sound of my mind. Of a child becoming a man. <laughs> That's what that beep is. Literally, Garode's vo- voice broke that evening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ball drop, voice broke. <laughs> I got a beard. <laughs> We all had a girlfriend who was also a beard. <laughs> we all lost our innocence as our gener. That was like our World War One. A whole generation of Irish people lost our innocence when we lost when, Daphne. When Daphne died, oh. it was a dark. So, time. anyways, back to back, uh, the two. So, Christina, the two twins, and Paul. Gail decides to pursue Paul after Caroline starts dating somebody else, and she is delighted when Paul announces that he's in love. However. Paul is actually talking about Isabella Lopez. Oh, God, who the hell is this? So he's a woman who he gotten engaged to while he's away on business in Argentina. Ah, I see. That's right. Classic. Meet someone on holiday. 
there were characters and neighbours that you never ever saw but they existed like there was they Isabella existed. Lopez in Argentina and then there was um, was it Mr Mr Udagawa <laughs> He was like the Japanese correspondent. We've been on to Mr. Udagawa. Um, like, um, but you never, you never saw him. Wait, never he saw him. was the what correspondent? The what? Yeah. He was the Japanese correspondent. The Japanese yeah. yeah. correspondent so they, they were, like, It was like, we've been on to Mr. Udagawa and he says sell. And then it would be like, neighbors. Oh, he was just the <laughs> typical 80s like, Japanese businessman, basically. That's yeah, not, exactly. Not a stereotype yeah. at all. And Isabella Lopez is the fiery Latina from Argentina who's <laughs> yeah. stealing your man. <laughs> you well never done, saw neighbors. either because like, there was no diversity casting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So Christina is devastated, but then after some digging, she exposes Isabella's intentions of getting Paul's money and gaining Australian citizenship. Oh, so great. So the one Latino person is also a gold digger, awesome. (laughs) And just trying to get citizenship. Oh my God. It was a different time, people. Now now she thinks her and Paul are finally going to be together. But then he announces he's finished with women for good. Oh, did you get very excited, Garoba? Were you like, ooh, it's coming to like, my Yay! side. Yay! <laughs> Come Welcome. on over, the water's warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, that, yeah, that was very, that was an exciting time. Did you fancy him, by the way? I, I don't know what this man looks like. Was he hot? Were you into um, him? He was kind of, he was only hot when you took into account everybody else around him. Like when, when, sorry, when you, when you left out everyone around him, because everyone around him was really handsome. Like it was, they were all like the the 19 year old guys that went surfing, but he was like the guy in the tie with like the curly hair. He was kind of like the the accountancy teacher you'd fancy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But on his own, Gary Barlow, nice looking chap, but with everyone and take that, not so good looking anymore. Yeah. No. And you're up against a young Guy Pierce. He was up against a young Guy Pierce. Yeah, those cheekbones. Yeah. You can see them from the moon. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. And and the thing about Guy Pierce is, I mean, okay, you know, I accept he did a lot of things after neighbors, but in neighbors, <laughs> he was a non-event. Like there was Ooh. nobody nobody was tuning into neighbors and going, Oh, I wonder what Mike is doing. <laughs> Like Mike, Mike was a geography teacher. He would get on his motorbike, and you'd see him in two scenes when he was com- when he'd come home from school. It was like hi, and then he went into his bedroom. He wasn't like, the one that you thought would make it. He wasn't the Robbie or the not. Harry. I see. Okay, they did the boy band theme going. They didn't yeah. know how to use him. They didn't know how to use him. <laughs> this is taking so many tangents. By the way, I'm just, this is great. <laughs> okay, so Paul has sworn off women for life. So Christina is still doing the plot of the show. <laughs> I just love it. She's he's so Christina's like, oh no, what have I done? I've I've gone too far this time. So she starts flirting with guys in front of Paul to make him jealous. Classic move. Classic move. This works. Paul admits to Christina that he loves her. Again. They get engaged and then they marry on a cruise ship. Are they still they living with her sister? After they get married? Yeah. yeah. Because twins always live together right? forever. That's the way, that's the way, that's the way Australia works. Did you as some dirty-minded pubescent teenager start thinking, are they having threesomes? Like, was that in your minds? <laughs> no. Never. Like, never. We that didn't never have threesomes in Ireland in the 90s. On, wasted in Ireland. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, a threesome was, to us, was involved, it was ice cream. It was three scoops of ice cream. There was no, Neopolity, like, there was just no such thing. Yeah, exactly. 
So, Christina thinks she's pregnant. She tells Paul he's thrilled. Then a doctor on ship tells her she's not pregnant. So she decides to not tell him and she sleeps with him every moment she gets. She gets Trying pregnant. To get pregnant. She gets pregnant. Christina got stuff done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then they uh, she gives birth to a boy, Andrew, Andrew Robinson. But Can I, the pressure... I know we're- I know, sorry, I know we're deep into the plot of the TV show. I apologise for interrupting <laughs> on, on, on an episode about two real people. My apologies. Are the two real people um, together in real life at this point? Or is she, yes. is she pregnant, the act, the character, because the real woman is pregnant? No, no, no she's not She's not pregnant in real life. No. Okay, okay, okay. Thankfully, that, thankfully, that would have made everything so much more complicated. Yes, When Gail decided to end the relationship to focus on her music. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... Geralt, we're going to take a little trip on a time machine and you can choose whether this is going to be a night out with Gail and Stefan or with Paul and Christina. (laughs) Oh, Gail and Stefan and I would be ignoring Stefan. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, talk us through date night. Okay, date night would be when he goes to the toilet, I would say, can you get your sister here? And how do we lose him? <laughs> you just care about Gail and Gillian. That's all you're into here. I, I mean, if I'm honest, Gail and Gillian, they were the couple that I I really would have wanted to have done. But it would have been inappropriate. <laughs> and, and, and I hope we never Stefan broken is, up either. Stefan is here by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> what do you imagine a night out with them would be? Presuming he, you're stuck with him for a bit. Like, what, what, was, their, what was their vibe? Oh. I would imagine that Gail would be, uh, she would be the smart one. She would be mm-hmm. the one that would be like socially clued in. Whereas like, I think Stefan would be like, I think he would be looking for things on menus that aren't there. It's like, surely they've got to have, you know, but it will be steak. And, and Gail would take the menu and go, it's it, it's down here, Stefan. <laughs> yeah. You know, there would be intense conversations about how to make their pop career work. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I think a lot of that upfront, because I think that the work would have to be done first before the play. Okay. Um, they had the image right. They, they just, the music, they never, it never really landed. Um, <laughs> Were they missing like shame. the talent and everything else? Everything was there. Uh, they, they had everything. Everyone, everything was in place. Oh, okay. Their, co- their cover version of Prince's I Want to Be Your Lover is the best version of the song. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a bold statement. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Prince... Like Prince heard that, um, he, I'm sure he went. That finally, somebody got it right at last. <laughs> I could see him. I could really see them as like Prince muses. They really completely, completely. I could see that too. You see, the thing about them as where uh, the thing about them as well was they looked incredible. They were absolutely gorgeous, and they were always really. They weren't like Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan because they were very saccharine. and they were oh, very okay. like you know. Um, oh, I'm just happy to be doing what I'm doing, and yeah. And the interviewers were always very mean to Gail and Gillian. There was always a tone of hostility and they always pushed back. So That's speaking it. of that, so your, um, your pack there, was there any, is there any, like, anything you'd like to share with us from your, your press pack? <laughs> well, there Your original of, source. The, the original source. Okay, well, I mean, there is, I think, there, there's a controversial photo. Okay. <laughs> because one of the things that Gail and Gillian did was they did, they did an ad for Head and Shoulders. Okay. And it, the ad was iconic. They looked absolutely incredible. Who was the but head? Then... Who was the shoulders? <laughs> 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 but 
but then the shampoo <laughs> shampoo company were furious with them because to promote their new single I Want to Be Your Lover Uh-oh. they were sending around this photograph featured, featuring them with seriously messy hair oh <gasps> no Oh, no. It's a very sexual picture, listeners. It's a very sexy picture. They both have very, um, we just got out of bed after a very exciting morning hair. I, we've had a, it's, it's, it, that's it. We've had a lovely morning hair. We've that's had what a that lovely is. morning hair. And their interviews were always very, they were always asked the same things about whether or not they were psychic. <laughs> Which Why I really. You, oh, you mean in a twin, how do you know what she's yeah. thinking? Not just generally <laughs> Yeah, it's like, can, do you know what each other is thinking? Like, I mean, these were actual real journalists that would ask this question. Like, so these standard people twin with careers. question. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a clip, and there's a clip of them being interviewed on Sky News where they're asked that question for, you know, the one millionth time. And Gillian tells a very banal story about being out and getting washing powder and coming home with washing powder and Gail saying, I really needed that. And I think that's where the end, the end, the interview. <laughs> I hope that story went off like 10 minutes as well. Just to really <laughs> yeah, yeah. drill it home that we're fucking bored of this question. Um, there's, there's an incredible quote here where she's a, where it, the question is asked, do you think you could ever live in England? And Gail says, definitely. I thought that before I came here and now I've seen England. I'm more sure. <laughs> Did you read that as a little boy grow and be like, I need to move to England now. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I was so, I was so obsessed by them, right? That when they start to release records, Ireland is not like the UK where you can get any record that's released. You only got like the top 10 in Ireland. Like it, it didn't go outside of that. Wow. And, like their records were, you know, 74, 75. Oh, of course. Um, I used to have to write these letters to the record company and beg <laughs> no. them. Yeah. Are you serious? And beg them to get me copies of them. Did it work? Yeah. Oh, I did. I got them. Oh, my little girl getting his little record sent. I know, yeah. Somebody in BMG Records hung up on me. <laughs> hung up on me. Did they think you were pr- a prank caller? Yeah, because I rang, I rang every single day until they'd give me a name of who I had to write to. And then I'd write to them and I'd send like a postal order. And then they'd send back, <laughs> they'd send back the record. Like months later. Like literally as, months later. As clearly the couple that we're talking about is actually Gail and her sister Gillian. And not, uh, I've forgotten his name already, Stefan. Stefan. Um, was he involved in music at all? Was he a pop star? Was he? Tr- was it, were they trying to be a Kylie Jason vibe? They never, but they never did a duet. Oh oh no, they never did a duet. Sorry, no, they didn't. But they, but Stefan did try and cash in, as Grania so beautifully put into a headline. He had a song called "Don't Don't It Make You Feel Good." I don't know, Grania. Like he, he was very much as a pop star. Stefan Dennis was very much. You know, if you find out that your biology teacher is in a band, okay, yeah, and you try to imagine what they would be like in the band, that's what he was like as a pop star. Yeah. <laughs> what were they like as a, like, were, how long were they together for then? Only a couple of years? It feels like she was really kind of like this big, bold, beautiful, hot girl. He was this kind of like dorky science teacher type. Yes. They were together for two years. And then just when they left Neighbours, they broke up around that time. Let's quickly check in with Paul and Christina. The character is not the people still. Cool. Okay, okay. So after the birth of his son, Paul suffers a mental breakdown. He checks himself into a psychiatric facility. And then he heads to New Zealand to reconnect with his daughter. So then he comes back with this daughter from the first relationship 
Christina cool. does not like this child. Oh. And of course. Then Paul accidentally knocks her down. Wait, what? That kills her? <laughs> No, he doesn't what, kill Christina? her. But he does. No, no, the, his daughter. He kills his daughter. No, 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 no. He he knocks her over, but she's fine. He accidentally hit his daughter with a car. So then, but she's but she's fine. We all saw this coming. Paul and Caroline, Christina's Uh-oh. twin sister, I mean... start developing feelings for each other. Uh, Caroline does not want to betray her sister, but thinks she may regret not pursuing her feelings for Paul. Because she's like, well, him and Christina are rocky anyway. They share a passionate kiss. Oh, no. When Christina sends Paul to sleep on the couch and Caroline leans okay. in to tuck Paul in, he mistakes do. Caroline for Christina and they kiss. And they kiss. Very single white female. Okay, she knew what she was doing. Yes. Who tucks in a grown man? Yes. Okay, go So on. she is now horrified, so she flees to Italy. To mull her feelings. Do it. Does she meet some hot Italian guy who we also never meet? She's gone. Okay, she's she's gone. gone. We don't care about her. But how she found out? Well, then, so then Christina okay. is oh, sorry, sorry. horrified <laughs> oh, yes. when she overhears Paul talking about what's happened with his grandmother, Helen Daniels. Not Helen Daniels. <laughs> so she throws Paul out of the house. Right. She flies to see her sister. In Italy. Cool, cool, They cool. sort out their friendship. Girl's trip. <laughs> then she comes back. Paul yep. convinces Christina that he does love her by organising a secret second wedding. Oh, they'll renew your That's vows, which we right. all know never works. Renew never works vows. renewing your vows. That never means works. they're cheating. That means they're <laughs> cheating. That means they're about to leave you. Never so works. So then they leave Ramsey Street for a new life. Running a hotel in Hawaii. Uh, oh, okay. All right. And that's the last we see of them. That's the last on we see s- of them on screen. On until, screen. Okay. Until. Years later. That's so right. Paul comes back. He returns to Australia after he was forced to serve a seven-year prison sentence for fraud. Meanwhile. <laughs> okay. He also him- lost a foot. <laughs> he also lost a foot. <laughs> By the by. <laughs> it just it happens to the best of us. Come on. Just a foot. Go Him on. and Christina have divorced off screen. Go on. He and his new fiance elope. And right. then they're at a resort in Queensland where he bumps into Christina and Caroline. Hobbles into. Okay, Christina and Caroline are there. All right. So Paul is Both convinced the universe is giving him a sign not to marry his, you know, his, his fiance. Makes sense. That makes sense. That when up. he discovers this whole coincidence has been orchestrated <gasps> by his daughter to sabotage the wedding. The little one that he hit with the car. No, different one. Oh, different shit. One. I, was, I thought that was a sweet revenge. She's, okay. still, she's, she's still beeping in a subplot. <laughs> They'll bring her back. Don't worry. That, that's not over. <laughs> the twins confess to the plot and then yep. act as witnesses at Paul's wedding. Okay. So he marries a new it was person. Glorious. That that's is, the and, end. And, and that's the last we see of them. Of Paul and Christina. That's the end of Paul and Christina's relationship. Okay. What it's, about the actual two people that this episode's about? <laughs> So they they were together for two years and then cool. what happened was uh, Gail was spending a lot of time in the UK focusing on her on pop on music, career. Her on her pop music. career. Of yeah, course. her burgeoning pop career, which yep. uh, lasted about three years. Uh, so she was having a lot of time away from Paul 
and Paul uh, Stefan 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 sorry sorry uh, so she broke up with Stefan okay she let him go and Stefan rebounded uh-oh by having a relationship with another person working on neighbors who was oh do I know who they are oh, oh are they can I guess them you are they know. famous is it Kylie they're Whoa. also famous all right <laughs> Uh, um, Natalie Imbruglia. Natalie Imbruglia. It was Natalie Imbruglia. Well, I mean, she is gorgeous. Can you blame him? And they were together for a bit, I suppose. And then she left him for the guy from um, Silver Chair. And then the clincher is that Paul then married a woman called Gail. <gasps> a you can never Gail. let a Blake. You never really let a Blake and Equit twin go. Once That's the same as when life, Ben Affleck married forever. Jennifer Garner after Jennifer Lopez. If you're married to person with the same name, yeah. you're just saving money on the towels, the uh, the you know the, the towels with the initials on them. That's all you're doing. And the bigger, exactly. and also as a nice little twist, this second Gail also then joined the cast of Neighbours. Neighbours. Oh my God! Wow. I know. What happened to Gail? Gail 1.0. Gail and Gillian. So- Gail 1.0. Gail and Gillian. They they went to. Los Angeles. Oh, they, they had like a brief, a brief pop career here, and then they went to Los Angeles and they set up a toy company. They took over okay. a toy factory, okay, and they made merch for the Osbournes. Wow, they, they were okay. smart cookies. They bought the, the they bought the merchandise license for the Osbournes really early. They were wow. very smart. Entre- Entrepreneurs. Yeah. So they were like the Mary Kate and Ashley, you know, business women. Exactly. So now they're they're hanging out in America with their toys from the Osbournes. I presume that's become an empire of reality TV merch, perhaps. No, they sold the company and then oh, they cool. had a clothing company as well. They dabble. They have fingers and pies. Okay, okay. They're very impressive. And Gail is married to, according to Wikipedia, so this could have been you, girl, to edit this it, in. Well, we, all, we all know it was. I don't know why you're saying could have been. It's weird. We, we know for a fact it was She's apparently married to a property developer from LA. That is the goal, ladies. Try and get in with no. a guy who's into real estate in LA. Just a random real estate guy. That's all you gotta That's do. exactly. You know, the great houses, she... good money. Don't get a prenup. Great stuff. <laughs> then, just, then just wait 10 years and then have fun. <laughs> I, I, I'm still, like, sadly, I think at this point, I know there was 26 years between, you know, them leaving Neighbours and going back into Neighbours. But they just, the final piece in the puzzle is they've never had another crack at their pop career. And I really think that's a crying shame. Mm-hmm. I think it's really sad. I think, well, if we I, can I achieve anything here today, Garoud, it would it'd be... That, well, that's if, what I'm hoping for. If anyone for. knows them, we have American listeners. <laughs> I feel the weight the of the on. podcast behind this effort is what we, we need. We are... We're, we're we're hoping here just to start now, start the campaign to get them, get them back. If they have a because, Google alert set up for their name, this will be a little beep beep. <sighs> it, I mean, this will be blowing the dust off the Google alert. <laughs> but I mean, they were, they, were, they, they were definitely very modest. Like that's what I liked about them. They were all, they were very modest. They were they weren't media trained. They weren't media savvy. They were just you know they said how they felt. Like for example, in promoting their first single, this is a headline from a magazine, which he's holding up. We're not brilliant singers. They knew the Blake. Why are they called the Blake? Need oh that was their last name. Okay, Blake, that was their last name. Get it, get it, get it. Yeah, they, they were quite. Um, yeah, they were just they were so cool. They were honest. I loved them with all of my heart. Because but, it came sort of at the tail end of so many neighbours actors having pop careers. I was just going to say that that was a, 
Well, didn't Holly Valance come after them and she made she it? She was a, a next generation. There was next a lot. Gem. She, yeah. Next gem. And Natalie she was and Brilli and Natalie yeah. and Brilli as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, did, it was so do you sad. think that what um do you think that the reason that they uh that they split up uh, was it was it just cuz she wanted to do the music career or was she just like done with Australia, done with neighbors, like, I'm moving on altogether with my sister? I I think Stefan was punching. Okay. Mm. Would you agree, Grania? I she was would. A yeah, yeah. They're gorgeous. Okay. They were so nice. So she didn't realise, like, what the hell am I doing here? Um, Garold, now we come to, and I have a feeling, I, I hope I'm not arrogant here, I think I have I an know inkling here as well, Grania. I think I have an inkling. Where the votes are going to land. Same. Same. But in every split, there is a winner, there is a loser. There's somebody who thrives, and there's somebody who's lucky to survive. So in the great split between oh. Stefan Dennis I'm and on Gail Blakeney... Who thrived <laughs> and who simply survived? What's he going to say? I think Gail thrived. <laughs> do you? Shock. I do. She, I, I just feel like that the world is lucky to have them. I think there's a lot going on in the world, but I think that if we just take a moment and focus that we had and still have the Blakeney twins, I think it all just balances up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay. You know, the wars, the famine. <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. You got the Blakely twins. You've got They're the out there in twins. LA. So right now, exactly. okay, right now, Stefan Dennis is probably reading his script. It probably wasn't. It was probably just like I don't know, facts to him. Oh, we've yeah. moved to Amazon Prime. Neighbors is still going, <sighs> but you're going to have to make your own way there, and you'll get <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> we don't yeah. do catering yeah. anymore. What do you think Gail is up to right now? Right now, I would say Gail is probably walking, you know, down Sunset Boulevard with, you know, like a juice, like a fresh juice. And I, I, I'd imagine she's like taking calls on her AirPods. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. And um, she might maybe think, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to call Gilliam. Yeah, I, think that, I think that the energy we're putting into the world, I think yeah. she's going to just pick up on that and go, I'm going to call Gillian. Maybe we'll sing a song. Right now, both of them are having that same feeling and realising maybe twins are psychic. They're psychic after maybe all. they are psychic. There are literally a million, like I, li- I have literally a million articles about them being psychic. And like they would they would dress them up as like um, fortune tellers. I'll just see if I can find one. Can I ask you a quick question, just... girl, when you're going through the little file there? What's the last article? Like I'm really interested when people collect things like this, that at one point there was like the last one that you put in there and then you never touched it again. So like when was that? When did you last like update? You oh make, no. You make this sound <laughs> like it's an archive. <laughs> this, is, this is a live file. <laughs> the last file. thing that went in there is the last thing time they were in the paper Chantel. And when I, don't, was that? I don't understand the question I don't accept the premise <laughs> <laughs> um, are they still reported on in the um, Irish press yeah huge <laughs> yeah, huge not, huge they're really really big and apparently they were in Ireland once but they were in Drogheda oh no not oh, great god that's not right I mean, I think they basically need to move to Ireland to find their fan base. That seems to be where it is. I know. LA's not for them. I, they're blending, they're fading but we will away travel. in LA. <laughs> so we've got one more question before we let you go. We do have go one on. Courtesy question. of my beautiful courtesy of Samoa. You should probably know who this question is. If we ask it to all of our guests of a certain patron saint of the podcast out there who I just heard today discussing her current so-and-so apparent relationship and say that it's going really well, but I don't trust it. So I'm going to ask you, 
Put your thinking cap on, Garode, and put your mind to it. Can you think of someone who can live up to, to be a partner with, to love, to adore, the one, the only, Cher? I think from our conversation, I think what we've learned is that the ideal person for Cher, and this won't be really, like people outside of Ireland won't know this, but Miley in Glen Row, I think will be absolutely perfect. (laughs) I think... That is the man that he could satisfy Cher. Mm-mm. They'd be happy together. He has that rugged thing that I think she needs. Yeah, totally. Um, however, if I was to pick somebody more international. Look, Miley wouldn't Miley's put the, up with any nonsense from her. He really true. wouldn't. He yeah, would. he really that, wouldn't. That's what she likes though. <laughs> he would, he, he, Miley would have been like, take that vocode, code, that, vo- that auto-tune off Believe immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fine voice. And you're letting yourself down. <laughs> what you doing, Cher? Come on. The other person that I was thinking of was, he. do you remember he played Adam Carter in Spooks? His name will come to me in a second now, but I can't remember. Oh, Rupert yeah, Penry Jones. Rupert Penry Jones. Oh, wow. How come? Yeah. Because I feel He's like handsome. he has, he has, he is that great mix of, he is a young person in, an older man's body. Like, cause he's, I, I think you. he's probably like 50s now, but he was such the little bad boy when he was a younger actor. You know, he was always being nude on stage, that sort of thing. Did you do know, a lot of that nude he, stuff, like, yeah. Show, showed his willy in spooks when it was really unnecessary. We didn't need it, but we were grateful <laughs> like, for it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'll definitely do it. You yeah, just go to nobody... the bathroom, Rupert. No, 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 I'll do it. I'll get it out. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no problem. Totally cool with that. There was nobody bringing him into a room and going, this is essential to this plot of spooks. I like it. you get your willy out. It could so be, I just think that I think he would be perfect for It sure. could be good like Madonna Guy Ritchie style dynamic Exactly good vibe. Arguably her finest period If Miley's taken get Rupert in there that's what I say Amazing Garoud I can't believe we finally got you We finally oh, got you on the pod This was so <laughs> Nobody's much ever said that well. before in their lives <laughs> <laughs> It was to, a great time So uh, to our listeners if you have not seen Garoud Farley live I swear you need to learn to love yourself. He is one of the best <laughs> comedians about. He is so good. He's always, he's bloody always gigging. He's always on tour. So where can, where can our listeners find you? What are you up to? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Garode Farrelly and all my tour dates are there in the kind of link on bio. And then I have a podcast with Neve Kavanagh, who's a sang for Eurovision for Ireland uh, years ago called Agony Rants. And that comes out every Monday. Oh, amazing stuff. Love it. Treat yourself, And I also want to say before I go that this, I'm so glad I found this podcast because (laughs) it is the essential, (laughs) it is the essential content that the world needs right now. I'm looking forward to continuing my deep dive. And I think that I've only listened to about three or four episodes, but I think, I don't think I would have been able to do the podcast if I'd listened to any more because by the end of it, I'm just going to, I'd be in too deep. It would be too much pressure. Get too much in your head. You're right. You would have changed your guests. You would have changed your couple as well. You bet all of this couple's a bit, but do Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton can, can essentially, let's be honest, can Gail and Gillian live up to this, can they? Yes, they can. We don't even need Stefan slash Paul. (laughs) And, and also, if there's anything you need uh, resource-wise on Gail and Gillian, like if you need to hear the songs, <laughs> I'm happy to help. Thank you so much, um, Garoud. Oh, thank Garoud. you. What an absolute pleasure. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so... 
email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The, the way, way they, they were. were.